listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while while we break break it all down. down hey guys welcome to the cannabis hangout it's brandon here hi guys this is saba This is our very first episode, so we're so glad that you're here. We're super excited to be here, and on this first one, we are just kind of going to be introducing ourselves to you and sharing some stories. (laughs) Should we begin, (laughs) Sam? Yeah, let's do it. Um, So I guess we're just going to kind of start with where our journey with cannabis began. Um, Mine was... I think it was like eight or nine years ago. It was just with a group of friends. And before I got into cannabis, I was really against it. And I just thought, I mean, of course, the stigma. Mm -hmm. I thought that it was just a gateway drug and it was bad. And people who smoked weed were doing nothing with their life. Obviously, like all the things like blah, blah, blah. But um, then I smoked for the first time and it was so fun and I remember just being so giggly and just having such a good time and that was when the stigma for me was broken so where did you first start smoking so I started smoking um at one of our friend's house um Josh it was four of us and the boys had been smoking for a long time and they're always like sob let's do it and I would always be like no like no I'm above that I'm better than that (laughs) I'm good (laughs) And then one day they got me to break down and yeah, like it was just such a big stigma broken and I haven't really looked back. What was like, what would you say the thing was that like made you like get over it and be like, screw it. Like I want to smoke some bud and see what I feel. I honestly don't even know. I think they were just like Saba, like they made me feel comfortable. There was a Mm -hmm. little peer pressure there. I won't lie, but they made me feel comfortable. Like I, those were like my best Mm friends. So I felt super comfortable with who I was. And so I think that was like, it was like an experimentation. It wasn't but like was, at a party. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like. No, and where I was just like uncomfortable, mm-hmm. not in my zone. Like I was in my zone. I knew the people I was with. I was super comfortable. So I was like, you know what? Okay, like if something does go wrong, like I have people around mm-hmm. me to take care of me. But um, yeah, it was pretty, it was good times. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Um, okay, so I guess for me, it would be... My first time I was smoking or hotboxing, should I say, in a car with my sisters. Um, so my sister smoked before I did. I was always the one who it took a while for me to come around. And it wasn't that like I was so against marijuana and whatever, because like my sisters and like their friends did it. And I was just like, okay, like they smoke weed, whatever. I wouldn't get mad at it. I would even like come just sit with them in the car sometimes just to like be around people and like (laughs) not smoke it, you know? So maybe I was getting secondhand high. So maybe I smoked before I actually smoked. (laughs) Maybe I felt the effects. But um, anyways, so it was just one time in the car and I guess I just decided to do it. I always got peer pressure from my sisters (laughs) because they were just always like, Brandon, come on. You know, and I was always very like, I'm good. And my thing was, 
I always tell people who would try to get me to smoke, like, I'm good. I don't have a desire to do it. If I have a desire to do something, you bet your bottom dollar I'll do it, you know? Yeah. But until that desire, like, comes about in my body, like, I'm not doing something that I don't have a desire to do. So I held on to that for a while. And I guess my desire just came to me and... The weed fairy just like sprinkled some keep on my head <laughs> <laughs> and woke me up. But yeah. So what was, do you remember what your first, like what it was like when you took like that first rip? Just, I don't, I honestly don't remember like, you know, yeah. verbatim, like very close details with it. I just remember I was just stoned. It was out of a pipe and it wasn't, Yeah. I mean, it was just that. And I just had people asking me, Brandon, are you high? Are you stoned? <laughs> what do you feel like? And I'm just like, I'm good. I'm just chilling. Yeah. yeah, I remember I found out the first time you'd smoked and I was like on the ground like, what? Because you weren't there. No, yeah, all well, that. And because I just couldn't believe it. But do you remember that one? Did you Chris- smoke before me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't do you remember, remember that? Well, y- you remember me in Brooklyn and Baylor always. Guys, this is pre-legalization. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just want to clear that this up. This is the black market time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we used to roll around in the car and just like smoke all the time back when mm-hmm. we were little heathens running around. But um, yep, little rebels. Do you remember that? Um, so Brandon used to live in Dallas for a brief period of her time, and one year for Christmas, after I'd found out she started smoking, do you remember that little pipe I got oh, you and gosh. I brought you like a gram of bud and wow. like a little grinder or something what a good memory honestly I, I forgot about that until just now it was just such a dope pipe it was one of those ones wow. that changed colors okay I remember I would I used started using that I would always like I feel like I wouldn't touch it for a while but then like after work I would come home and like open that little drawer and take like one hit or two out and then like be good be good yeah like and that's all I did yeah so I'm, I'm a pretty good friend oh, I guess <laughs> yeah you were like really encouraging me to really honestly that was when I felt like I started smoking more because I had access to it because I feel like I would always wait for like my friends or someone to come around who had it and Mm -hmm. they were going to smoke anyways and so like they know that like I would just like take a hit every now and then like I wasn't ever like forced to throw down for it you know because I never (laughs) smoked like that it's so true you'd be one hit you'd be like I'm good guys I was a one hitter quitter for sure I know hey there's nothing wrong with that you were a cheap date Mm -hmm. it's just so crazy that like I mean, I'm just going to steer a little bit, but that mm-hmm. was like black market. I say black market days, but really that was like black market days where you didn't know what you were smoking. You were just yeah. kind of getting what you got. And now it's yeah. like I get to go in and pick what strain for like every and like specific smell thing it. that my body needs. Right. Yeah, and, and tell like, them to put it back if you don't want that one. <laughs> and it's not just what the guy in the apartment complex comes out of <laughs> exactly. and gives you a gram. Yeah, it's pretty dope. And you can pick from like edibles mm-hmm. and concentrates and like topicals, which freaking love topicals but that's another story can yeah, worms that yep um but anyways okay so why we're here <laughs> yeah. we just want to like let you guys know like this is the full disclosure that we are not medical professionals on any of this by any means we do not know it all right so no yeah we definitely don't know it all we everything that we talk about on this podcast will be based on our experience and experiences of others who have shared their experiences with us but like yeah by no means oh do we claim to know it all? We're not going to tell you what you can and can't do. We're not going to tell you like this is the only option for this because we understand that every strain affects every person differently because we're all unique. Mm-hmm. And 
So we're just all going to feel differently. Yeah. The only thing we will say is always consume responsibly. Absolutely. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> that was okay. perfect time for that, Brian. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, so we're just here. We started the Cannabis Hangout because we just, I feel like there's a huge um, lack between education and the industry. And obviously it's still, it's so new to Oklahoma mm-hmm. and there's so much to learn. Um, I mean, even a year from now, we'll be completely different right. where we are now but i feel like there's this huge <laughs> cop that's brandon's dog copper um it's just it's there's this huge we're just pretty much trying to bridge <laughs> so yeah we're just here um to bridge that gap between people's knowledge education and cannabis because right. i feel like people just assume what they know or even just like what they don't know you know yeah. knowledge is t- total power in most things in life and we're here to create a community um I just we think it's so cool that it passed so fast in our state and so shout out to every single Oklahoman who went out and voted 57 percent what what yeah no so yeah we're here to come together um we're really here to educate people on the medicinal benefits of marijuana and just like Saba said, we're sharing stories, you know, we're going to be interviewing industry professionals, people who are leaders in this industry who really know what they're doing. And what else? Um, I mean, just really just, I mean, talking about breaking, I mean, breaking stigmas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm most honestly, I'm most excited about other than, I mean, obviously recording the podcast. Um, I'm most excited about speaking with industry leaders and people who have, you know, been doing this because I mean, we are going to be interviewing growers who have been mm-hmm. growing for 15 plus years and that's a long time. That's half my life. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Um, but it's cool because they put so much thought and, um, I mean, energy and so much of their life into this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also cool to see the generational gap between yes. there's so many different generations in the industry and it's cool to see the older people versus the young cats. And and we'll be interviewing some of those people who have stuck around Oklahoma since, you know, they started smoking weed maybe when they were like 13. Yep. And so the whole, the whole prohibition here and how they've seen it and grown up through it, you know, compared to where, you know, us millennials, where we are right now. Yeah. It's so crazy to also think about, you say prohibition and I'm just going to mm-hmm. add this little thought that, I feel like our parents and like our grandparents, they grew up with the alcohol prohibition. Right. And so now we're going through the marijuana prohibition. Even though this prohibition has been around, like it's yeah. already been around, but the fact that it's in your state and more states are starting to medicinally legalize it is, is a, is a beautiful, crazy thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so, and kind of a little segue into what our episodes, I mean, Brandon just kind of hit on all of that. Um, our episodes are going to be, really about just industry leaders kind of we're going to hit different topics that people may not know about um how cannabis works with you know certain things how it helps ptsd anxiety cancer i mean we have we, we've got a good little list going of people who we want to interview and you know chop it up with yes and- we're very excited um but on a different note brand what's your what are you smoking on right now what am I smoking on right now? What did I smoke earlier? Was it the Cinderella 99 from Blakely? Yes. I have yep. it right here. Mm-hmm. Let's just pull it out. Yep. Cinderella 99. We Ooh, got it. That was the pipe. <laughs> here in Edmond. She surprised me with it. It was actually super nice of her because, yeah, it was a treat to come in with that. Yeah. Shout out to Blakely. 
definitely like a good head creative high. Like it's not going to make me go to night. <laughs> I know. I really enjoy those. Honestly, that, what was it? Head dream that we got from Urban Out? Head dream, yes. That was probably, they didn't have it this time when I went, but um, that was probably one of the better strains I've smoked. Yeah. I always like a good head dream. Also, anything from Kraft is awesome. Mm -hmm. So, guys, um, that kind of concludes our first episode. Uh, we <laughs> we, we're just here to say hi, hello, and just kind of give you guys a rundown on what we're going to be doing. And really, we're just really glad to be here. And we're glad whoever is listening and taking time out of their day to listen to two girls talk about cannabis, then we're so glad you're here and we can't wait for future episodes. Thanks for joining us and stay tuned for next week's episode. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.